All right, so I'm going to explain this in visual form just because I think that it probably makes the most sense. I'm not quite sure how, but I'm going to try and do it, right? So the best way that I can I can sort of start by explaining this is with something called the lock and key theory, right? And this is actually an idea from biology um, that denotes the relationship or the dynamic between enzymes and substrates. Um, and it's a kind of a weird theory, but you don't really need to understand like the biology of it. But all you need to understand is the premise of what a lock and a key means, right? And this is a very straightforward idea. So, like, you have to imagine, right, and I'm going to try and draw something, and I want to, I want to warn you before I draw this that this is going to be probably pretty awful, but you're going to bear with me, right? So, basically, in biology, enzymes, they don't look like this, right? But, you know, this is how you draw it if you were, like, a, you know, secondary school student. It's just like a demented version of Pac-Man, now that I think about it. Um, okay, we're going to just pretend that I didn't say that. So this is like an enzyme, essentially, in biology. And an enzyme it could be something that you find in your mouth, like, and it digests proteins or fats, or whatever. And then basically what you have is you have substrates, right? And substrates are the actual things that, you know, enzymes are going to digest or catalyze to, you know, change something, right? And so, like, you know, substrates, they come in all sorts of different, like, shapes and sizes, um, and there's different substrates for different enzymes. Yes, that is supposed to be a star. I'm aware that it, it doesn't look like a star. But, you know, basically, this is how it works, right? Now, the thing with this is the enzyme determines which substrate is the most appropriate or will be, quote-unquote, successfully catalyzed, right? Catalyzed, I won't go into it. But what this means, right, is that there are a bunch of substrates that are not going to be working in this situation and i promise this will make sense shortly if you just bear with me okay starting a youtube video explaining the relationship between enzymes and substrates is probably not the best way for audience retention on youtube but for those of you that want to stick around for the ride you can right so what this means is like the enzyme is is designed to catalyze a specific shape of substrate right and so you need to understand this on a very basic level in this way because there are certain substrates, right? Let's say, for example, that, you know, we had a, you know, square, like, lock, right? If we have a circle key, it, the enzyme's going to reject it. It's not going to work, right? Now, why the bloody hell on God's green earth am I talking about this, right? Well, you have to look at it like this, right? So you have your market, right? And we'll just redraw the market as like another version of Demented Pac-Man. But this time, let's make him a triangle so he looks like Pac-Man, but just with a very large chin. Okay, <laughs> we're getting there. So we have the market, right? Now, here's the thing about the market is the market controls what you do, right? The market is like nature. Um, and, you know, Darwin was summarized in accordance with this. You know, it's not the strongest or fittest to survive, but those most adaptable to the environment, you know, blah, blah, blah. You, you get the drill. You've, you've probably heard the natural selection quote. So we can't, de we cannot determine what the market does. We can't determine it, what it looks like. We can't determine what it will accept or what its dynamics are. We just can't. We're not allowed to, right? It's like, this is essentially nature itself in business, right? And then you basically have you and you have your business, right? Now, what you have is you have a product, right? And the market is going to determine which product will be most successful or most conducive to your success. And so when I, when I mean product, I could mean like it, it could be a specific service that you're offering or what type of service or what type of offer. I'm talking about product in a very generalized term here, um, specific to how you're going to position it and also like exactly what it is and what it does and stuff and what result it gets people. So you get to choose right. 
So you could have a triangle product, right? You could have a square product, you could have a circle product, you could have, um, that's about as far as my arsenal of shapes goes, I'm afraid. Um, you could have a prism. Oh, that's that's just, let's just draw a flat triangle. Is it a prism? I think it's like this one. Welcome to my, right, okay, anyway, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna get rid of it. So let's just say for the simple sake of argument, because Charlie's incompetent at artwork, that we, you know, you could choose from three types of product, right? And you know, let's, let's just take the, the face, like let's just take the, marketing agency example so let's say that you can you can have the products you're building websites right you know you're like oh i'm going to build websites or let's let them say like oh you know what i'm actually going to do seo right or it's like oh i'm going to do like paid ads right okay so you know breaking this down into a very simple form but you get the point there's obviously more services in this that you could offer as a marketing agency if you're a coach or consultant you want to again get the drill you could do group you could do one-on-one you could do masterminds whatever it is, right? Whatever it is you choose. Now, here's the thing about products, right? So the market determines what product is most successful. So this is the biggest lesson. And I've, this is the thing that I learned. And I'm pretty sure this is the, one of the big lessons that gets me to that eight-figure mark that I so crave, right? So you have to build your business and your product around your market. You cannot build your market around your business and product. So in this situation here with this market, right? Let's draw a little eye on him. Why not? With this situation here, we can, we can, you know, a basic human being with basic intelligence can deduce that the triangle is the one that is the best fit for the market because the triangle will fit nicely in there. It will complete Pac-Man. It will make him very happy, right? And this is the problem with web design agencies that, that, that I have, right? So it's like, you have to ask yourself, like, what these things do because ultimately it's about the result the result is the main thing that determines the success of a product right um and the offer and the actual way that you can position your service is the most important thing above anything now i can tell you if you are operating a marketing agency and you're doing lead generation for example right and you're operating in this current day and age of the current market the market will respond well to tangible risk reversal offers um, that basically introduce like a new flow of qualified humans through their doors. That's what brick and mortar businesses want. And they want to do it with as little risk as possible. They want it to be as fast as possible and they want you to do it, you know, and they want you to just basically take over everything and also take care of the appointments and all that stuff. So the closer your offer is to the, the mouth of the market, right? This sort of, you know, lock essentially, you're going to be good. So like trying to work, trying to make a business successful in this market with, with like a website service is like trying to open a door with the wrong key. You might get it jammed and you might get the door open a little bit if with enough force, but it's exhausting. Now, this is the problem with website businesses, right? Is that websites, they don't really actually do anything. And a lot of people are going to be annoyed at that because a lot of people do websites. But with websites, you can't promise a tangible offer. You can't promise anything specific. You can't guarantee anything. It's just like, oh yeah, we're creative and we're going to put a page that says good things about you. And that's necessary for businesses. And I see the value in in, in websites to a degree for certain types of businesses. But most business owners would would take a hundred qualified people walking through their door than a couple of pages online that tell them, like that tell people they're good. And so this is like a problem with this. Also the problem with SEO because it takes so long to work. It, it, there's, no, there's no guarantee behind it. It's like, what do you mean you don't guarantee it? Well, we can't guarantee it because there's things outside of our control. Like, even if, this is the problem, like, you don't want to build your products and your offers around your skills. You want to build your products and your offers around what the market wants. 
So if you're really good at making websites and you're really good at SEO and you're going into a market that fundamentally doesn't want those things and wants something else, then you better bet your ass that you're going to be needing to learn how to do the other thing. And this is like the biggest thing that I realized. It's like you can't force a square like peg into a, into a hole that is triangle. You just can't do it. You can try and people do try and you might get to like a couple of grand a month or six figures, but it's not going to be nowhere near as easy than if you just actually do what the market wants you to do. Right. And so this is like called the lock and key theory. It's just it's how enzymes and substrates work. And I realized that, and then I was like, oh yeah, that kind of explains the whole market thing. Um, so in, in, in conclusion, essentially, like if you're looking at, if you've got an array of services or products that you can offer, or you're wondering what, how you should position your offer, or if you're thinking about whether or not you should bolt something onto your offer, you have to realize like you want this. Now here's where it becomes a problem, right? Because let's say that you think, okay, well, I'm going to do it all. I'm going to do paid ads, websites, and SEO, and I'm going to package it all into one thing. It's like, well, then your product kind of looks like this, right? You know, like once you've done that, you know, this ain't going in anything. I can tell you that for free. This is not going to fit into any market's desire. Because when you package up a whole bunch of services just because you want to make the most amount of money possible and squeeze the most amount of money per client, a couple of businesses might want to buy this. But the overall fractal of the entire market is probably very unlikely to want to purchase something like this. Because if you try and put this into here, you ain't going to get much money. <laughs> All right. So that's basically what I found because, you know, we've worked with over 500 agencies at this point, um, marketing agencies, coaches and consultants alike. And the ones that like really struggle are the ones that just desperately want to cling on to selling services that people fundamentally don't want or selling services that fundamentally don't produce results that people want. Like I would never pay anyone to make a website for me. And like, I've got a website and I spent like 12 hours making it. I spent like a day and that was it. And like, there might come a point in my life where I regret that statement because maybe I need a website, but I don't know. Right. But the point is that like, for most businesses, they don't need services that don't get them immediate fast results that they really want. And if you're trying to like pick what to do and you're looking at your niche, you just have to ask yourself like, what is the fastest way to get them the true result they want? And how do I position it in a way that makes them really want to gobble it up? If you can do that, then you can pick the service and you can pick the offer that makes the most sense. But I'm telling you that like, if you want to make like a tangible risk reversal offer, which is what the market wants, you can't do that with websites. You can't do that with SEO. You can't do it, God forbid, with graphic design. These things are not like, and you, sure, you might be, you might like doing them. Then they might make you money if you sell them. But I'm telling you that like, it's not what the market wants. You can't like try and scale a business into a market if you're selling a product that is not in, in alignment with what people want. Now, I'm aware that there are web agencies and SEO agencies and graphic design agencies that do, you know, multi seven figures, eight figures, probably make way more than me, right? But you have to understand they are the exception, not the rule, right? So I might be wrong. This this is this is an assumption. It's a, it's a theory based on, you know, what I've observed. But I just wanted to bear this in mind because I want you to know that it's not, you know, you have to build your product around your market. You cannot try to build your market around your product because you don't get to decide what the market wants or what it looks like. You get to pick which market you're in, but fundamentally, like, you shouldn't really be accountable. Like, if you're coming to decide what you want to do and what you want to sell, your skill set should not really matter. 
Because you might be like, oh yeah, but I can like this is the this is how most people think about it, right? Is they sort of draw like a Venn diagram here, right? Where they're like, okay, well, you know, what what are my skills, right? And then what what does the market want? Like, you know, what what do they want? And then they're like, well, I, I'm good at coding and making web custom websites. Um, and then they're like, okay, and they just project this onto the market and they're like, okay, well, that sits pretty nicely in the middle. Um, but it just doesn't, you know, it, it's just a problem, okay? So I wanted a lot of you guys to bear this in mind because I wish I knew this when I was starting. It would have made my life significantly more um, straightforward, all right? So that's everything. Um, a couple of things. If you need help getting clients, you can click the first link in the description. I don't really care if you do or not, but basically it's just a video of me explaining how we help people get clients. Um, it's not like a 997 course. There's no webinar or free training, God forbid. It's just a video of me explaining what we do. Um, you can click it if you want. I don't really care. Um, if you enjoy this video, please do the whole subscribe and like and comment thing. It would bring a lot to me. And um, yeah, other than that, I hope you have a wonderful day. I hope you found this useful to some degree. And I hope you found my drawings somewhat amusing. All right, have a good day. I'll talk to you later. Bye.